Hi, I'm Teresa. And I'm Ben. And we are the, the Hindsight, Hindsight Hikers. Hikers. This is a podcast where we talk about our trips and travels, the highs and lows, and everything in between. We also talk about our coulda, shoulda, woulda moments in hopes to help you hike with hindsight in mind. Hey, how's it going, Ben? That's a little too slow. Speed it up a little more. Ben said I sounded way too agenda-based in the beginning, so we're trying for a more chill approach. <laughs> we're just here with a cup of coffee. We're relaxing. We're storytelling. We're happy to be here. Yes. How's it going? It's going good. So today we're talking about Glacier National Park, and I have a few questions for the Mr. Ben Lee Belt. Mm. All right. Glacier National Park, obviously, is named after its glaciers. Yes. How many glaciers are in the park currently? 47. <laughs> 83. Lower. Oh. That was before global warming. <laughs> there are 26 active glaciers. I was close. I was only... <laughs> All right. In our time in Glacier National Park, we saw many beautiful lakes. How many lakes are there? That has to be 47. No, that's not my guess. Your guess is 47? No, I just am feeling 47 something, but that's not right. Yeah, give me some options. All right, your first option is 100 lakes. Your second option is 900 lakes. <laughs> your third option is 700 lakes. I'm going to go with C. You're right. Actually, technically, it's 762. But Why would you? Well, I just wanted to give you a rough estimate. <laughs> Not an exact. Oh, okay. Glacier National Park was part of the first international peace park. What is the name of the Canadian park that it is oh, a peace park with? Shoot. I know this one. Fraser. I don't know. <laughs> what is it? Waterton oh, Lake. Waterton National yes. Park. Not even close. Not ah, even close. That frustrates me. Yeah. So today we're talking about glacier. Oh, great. Now I'm in a great mood to talk about this. <laughs> you got one out of the three. Ah, it's pretty close. Yay. So uh, we had just driven through um, all of almost all of Montana and North Dakota uh, and Minnesota. So we'd been driving for a long time. And for the most part, that was a pretty flat drive. Uh, but my first um, impression of Glacier National Park was it just like there was no in-between. It just it rose up out of the ground and was this massive-looking fortress yeah, really right from the start. Just slapped just you in the face. No elevation to bam. It was there's beautiful. This beautiful glacier mountain. Yeah, I remember driving because we came in from the east, and then we had to drive, take Highway Two, and just kind of go loop around the bottom half to get to the west entrance. And the whole drive, my mouth was just open, and I was like, "Wow, this is beautiful." Yeah, it was cool because it's not part of the the Rocky Mountains. Uh, mountain range it's the lewis and livingston range that you see so it was it kind of felt a little different than yeah. the rocks that we were used to seeing so we entered from the west and got on the going to the sun road which is probably the most popular it's the only road 
really in the park. Um, there's some outer roads, but this is like the main part of the park is the going to the sun road. And an important thing to note about the going to the sun road is that you can't take any vehicle over 21 feet long, which rules out any RVs or if you're, you know, if you got a trailer on the back or anything. And obviously it's also closed in wintertime. Yes. But there's a very good reason for that because when you're on this road, <laughs> it is so tight. Yeah. And you feel like you're going to fall off the edge or scrape into the car next to you because this road is so skinny. But it was amazing. The yeah. views while you're driving up it are like on like no other. Mm-hmm. So I think the first day, if I remember right, we didn't go, we didn't drive all the way through on the going to sun road. We just went a little ways in because Teresa found a really awesome free campsite on the south end of the park. Do you remember where it was? Yes. It was along a river. Um, it was called the Middle Fork Flathead River. Yes. So we wanted to stay on the southwest side of the park and not go over the mountain range. So we had stopped in at the Apgar Visitor Center and like we always do, kind of get their advice. And one of the areas they steered us to was Avalanche Creek. Yeah, and that's one of the most popular hikes in the park. And at this point, it was like three in the afternoon. Mm, prime so time. we <laughs> drove there and it was packed. There is absolutely no parking. Oh, not prime time. Not <laughs> <laughs> the prime time. So we like circled for a while looking for an open parking spot and there just was absolutely nothing. So we decided to just keep driving, keep going to the sun. So we drove up um, to the Logan Pass oh, yeah. Visitor Center and saw some just like really, really cool views from it was a beautiful blue sky day. So we could see for miles and miles and it was just amazing. So we got to the Logan Pass Visitor Center which I've been told also fills up really fast, but we found a parking spot. Yeah, because by the time we got up there, it was maybe four. It yeah. took a while. Yeah, because this road is fairly long. I think it's like 50 miles long, and it's tight, and you're going slow, so it takes a couple hours to drive it. So there were quite a few trailheads that um, started here at the Logan Pass Visitor Center, or at least crossed through, and we decided to do the Hidden Lake Nature Trail. Uh, which had some boardwalks and then went up to a hidden lake. Yes. Yeah, and that was a really pretty trail. We saw a bunch of wildlife. Remember those <laughs> yeah. little remember those little things? I think they're called marmots. Oh, yeah. And right we... there. I mean, you could kick them if you wanted, <laughs> but we don't believe in animal violence. No. <laughs> Shoot, sorry, that was awkward. I <laughs> so some of the wildlife that we saw, there were mountain goats. And they were like right on the trail. Yeah. Like you could reach out your hand and pet them. And there were baby mountain goats. It's so cute. really cool. All over the place. And yeah. we were walking on the trail and uh, we had just seen some mountain goats. And this couple was passing us. <laughs> and they were like, what are you guys like? How was it? So excited about. And Ben was like, there was these mountain lions and they were right off the trail and it was so cool. <laughs> I just Lion like quickly and they're, corrected. They're easily to mix up. <laughs> just to let you know, it's not mountain lions. That would be dangerous. So awesome. Mountain goats, on the other hand, very cool to see up close. Yes. yes. 
Oh, yeah. So that was fun to be able to walk this hike and have wildlife just all over the place. And the views there mm-hmm. were unbeatable. It was just You're amazing. walking in the tundra, little the babbling tundra. brook that you're following. Yeah. I remember reading somewhere that said, like, Glacier is the only part in the lower U.S. that has tundra terrain other than Alaska. Well, and Lambeau Field, of course. <laughs> la, 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 Lambeau! <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Yeah, so we did the Hidden Lake. It was a pretty easy hike, and it had a good view at the end. I would yes, recommend it. It was great. It, it was, was only good. like, what, two miles round trip. It yeah, wasn't bad. It wasn't hard. So then we got back in our car and drove back and tried to hit Avalanche Lake again, and this time we were in luck. We found a parking spot. It was uh, probably like 6 o'clock, 6.30 mm-hmm. at this point, so we knew that we had to do it kind of fast so that we weren't still hiking in the dark yeah maybe an hour and a half until sunset yeah yeah maybe my favorite part of this entire park was this little trail that we took kind of to get to the avalanche creek trail and it was called the trail of the cedars Mm -hmm. oh man so it was this boardwalk (laughs) through this ancient cedar forest these trees were over 100 years old and i mean we tried. We we hugged them. And Finn was like, take my picture hugging this tree. <laughs> they were so beautiful. They were nice trees. He was in love. Oh, man. <laughs> I've always wanted to see like those massive trees. And these weren't even the, the giant redwoods. I'm really excited for when we go see those. Uh, but it was just cool because you're around these trees that have been here um, for so many decades. And um, they're still standing strong and standing tall. So, And it was just... You know, kind of like walking through the land of giants. You'd look up and these trees just kept going. Yeah, so it was a really cool hike to get back to Avalanche Lake. And then once we got back there, it was just amazing. Yeah. It was such a cool lake. And you had these mountains kind of framing the lake. And the water was just as glass as glass can be. Mm -hmm. So you had a perfect reflection of the mountains in the lake. And we just sat there and took it in. I think we sat there for probably like 45 minutes yeah. or an hour. Yeah, because you could, and it was a it was a pretty big lake. So there were some people there. I think some they were trying to swim, um, but it was pretty shallow. But we just kind of kept walking and found some solitude and just took it all in, watched the waterfalls. Um, and it wasn't like peak waterfall season, so you could see some spots where there maybe were other waterfalls. So that would be cool to see it in yeah, that time. Yeah, in the spring, because um, this was late summer, so the waterfalls were probably dried up. Yeah, it, it was beautiful. It was awesome. That was probably my favorite part of this park, because it just felt like you were looking at a picture, but you were in the picture, experiencing mm-hmm. it. Yeah, just <laughs> up in the mountains. Yeah. So that was really cool. Then at that point, we drove back out of the park and headed over to our free campsite area. Yeah, which is one of my favorite campsites yeah. we've ever done. <laughs> and this was found off that um, website, freecampsites.net. And I had found it earlier in the trip and just flagged it. And so it's always kind of weird going to these spots because you don't know you have no idea. exactly how to get no there. Idea. So it was kind of confusing. There's a lot of back roads and gravel roads. But then we come across this bridge and we see a ton of vans, a ton of campers. Yeah on this like rocky beach by a river and we were like 
Those are our people. <laughs> we found them. <laughs> so the road to get back there, it was a pretty rough road. Um, I might even call it an F road. For those of you that know what that is, it's a road in Iceland that you can't drive your car on. Um, <laughs> but it was, we made it through. It was pretty bumpy. Um, and then, man, we set up our picnic table and cooked out some supper overlooking the water and the sunset. With the, and there really were no bugs. Yeah. Um, so it was great. Yeah, that was a beautiful night. We felt like we're living in our van down by the river. This is the dream. It's happening. <laughs> uh, so the next day was my brother Josiah's birthday. Shout out Joe Flood. And uh, we made our drive back into the park. We were probably like a half an hour or 45 minutes from the park yeah. entrance. So we woke up right at sunrise. Pretty early, yeah. And then we drove the going to the sun road again. And it was still just as awesome. Oh, man. Second time, just as good, just as beautiful. And uh, we hit a couple more overlooks on the other side of Logan Pass Visitor Center. Logan Pass is also the Continental Divide. So that was kind of fun. We got to go down the divide. Um, And then we found a little parking lot and did a hike to Virginia Falls, which on the way to Virginia Falls, you get to see three different waterfalls. So that was nice because you, like every mile or so, you got to see a waterfall. And they were smaller ones. Virginia Falls was really cool. Mm -hmm. I'm glad we went. I remember kind of thinking, man, we are walking for a while. And it was getting hot out. It was pretty warm. Yeah. Now, I had that feeling too. And so I looked it up. How many miles do you think it was? round trip five six i said six but when i looked it up it was 3.6 oh (laughs) isn't that pathetic huh (laughs) that's really not that long but it was you know moderate i think it was a matter of perspective because we had gone at it thinking oh this is going to be maybe a two mile round trip yeah um which we probably should have looked more into it hindsight (laughs) hindsight (laughs) but it was still good it was still Mm -hmm. A really cool you're kind of hiking around st mary's lake and the lake was gorgeous and you had these mountains peeking up over these lakes it was so cool like i know i've mentioned before that ben loves water so it was just another example of a park that gives you water and mountains and it's just ah oh, it's yeah, so good all at once yeah. yeah so we went to st mary visitor center and it was still fairly early at this point, maybe like 11 in the morning. Yeah. And the parking lot was just totally, totally packed. And we wanted to like go in and ask the rangers some questions because we were going to go out of the park and then back in one of the other entrances a little bit north. And so we had to circle and finally a car left. So we got a parking spot. That's just the worst when you're like inch to inch with other cars and fighting for a parking spot so we went in and talked to the rangers and they were like "Ooh, you know what i think you're too light i think that part of the park is going to be full by now and they were right (laughs) so we drove to we tried to get to mini glacier and before we even got to the visitor center they had a ranger come out turning cars away Yeah. yeah you couldn't even drive into it 
Yeah, it's so sad. It's so packed. But I mean, many glacier. That sounds really cool, doesn't it? Yeah, because we hadn't actually seen a glacier in the park yet. And there's a lot of cool hikes in that part of the park that you could uh, climb up to see the glaciers, Mm -hmm. which I was really pumped about. And there was a lot of cool waterfall hikes there. And we couldn't even get in. And we were so disappointed because it was only 11 in the morning. So they weren't really explicit when they said how long it would be closed. We thought maybe that if we waited, they would let us in. So we found an offshoot by Lake Sherburn and parked a car and had lunch. And then we went back and asked and they were like, no, it probably won't open up until three or four. And we were like, three or four? We're going to waste our whole day sitting around waiting for this to open up. So that was a bummer. So we went back to... uh, Lake Sherburn and decided to go swimming because it had been a couple days since we had showered. Yeah, and it was really hot. Yeah, it was really the hot. The water was not. <laughs> no, it was the coldest water I've ever felt in my whole life. And we found this little area where there's kind of just a little bit of a rock that you could jump in. And it took my breath away when I jumped in. I like came out and I couldn't even take a breath because it was so, so cold. Yeah, you were afraid that maybe you would freeze up and just start to sink. <laughs> oh, but then you'd get out of the water and you would warm up within like 10 seconds. And so then you would just jump back in and just keep redoing it because it felt good. But man, that was the coldest water I've ever felt in my life. So at that point, we decided that we would head north and just kind of drive past Waterton Lakes National Park in Canada. And like we said, that's a whole nother story. Um but man, I forgot how awesome Glacier Park really yeah, was. I remember leaving and just being like, that is my favorite national park. Yeah. That's and so beautiful. We really just scratched the surface of all the hikes and things that you can do there. Man, yeah, I that's would... that was the most disappointing. I guess as a hindsight, uh, try and get to those places earlier. And this was kind of before we had found that trick of getting to national parks really, really early or staying late. And I wish we would have done that for the mini glacier part because that we missed out on a lot of cool hikes in that area. Yeah, you probably could spend a couple nights on each side of the Continental Divide and and just really explore. This would be an awesome park to do some backpacking in. Yeah. So definitely have to go back. (laughs) Definitely. So that was our experience at Glacier and it was great. I love it. One of our favorites. So next episode, we are going to be talking about our numero uno national park we've been to so far, which is (laughs) Zion. Zion. Oh, man. That's going to be fun. Yes. I'm excited to talk about it. So join us next time. Love you guys. Go Pack Go! Go!